0: Ladies and gentlemen, we are here in a brand new studio. This is so sick. Welcome to Day to Day with Ben Lewis. My name is Ben Lewis, your host. And I have with me a very special guest for the Manus Minute. Please welcome Nick Manis. Good evening, everyone. This is, look, now the reason I brought Manis in here, now we're going to have another guest later on, but just, this is just for the beginning. There's been a major issue in our neighborhood. So we just moved in to a new house. Uh, And with a new home comes new neighbors. And we have had some issues with the new neighbors in a big way. And there's nothing worse than having a bad neighbor, a neighbor you don't get along with. And
1: so here's the situation. Nick has a dog. Uh, Tell him about your dog a little bit. Kobe the dog. He's a lover. He's not a fighter. Probably the best puppy. Found him MLK Boulevard. He's had a tragic past, but luckily he's found his forever home.
0: That's right. Nick takes excellent care of him, as we all do. And uh, he's a wonderful, loving dog, like he said. No problems. So we moved into this house. We have a pool at this new house. Yes, we are pool owners. Mm. On top of that, there's been a bit of an issue. So it's a screened-in pool, and apparently there were some pre-existing holes in the screen that we weren't aware about and Or weren't aware of. And now... Uh, Kobe has been sneaking out of the holes and going into our neighbor's yard. So the issue, uh, well, really, I don't see any issue because Kobe would come back. and He doesn't cause any harm, like we said. But we have a neighbor to the right of us, and he has a major issue with Kobe s- stepping one paw in his yard. Mm-hmm. And we don't, like, so here's how it all went down. So the first time uh, we had an interaction with this neighbor, he came to our door uh pounding on the door early in the in the morning uh we you know we're we're half asleep we don't know what's going on and i i open the door uh and it's our neighbor and he says is that your dog you know he saw the dog through the window i said no that's my roommate's dog i said why do you ask he's like go get him for me just like that i mean all aggressive and hostile and this guy's big i'm talking like he hits the gym probably three times a day so i was a little nervous i said yeah no problem i'll be right back
1: i was shaking Uh, So I went and grabbed Nick, and then tell him what transpired. So I'm standing there, half asleep, finishing my morning brew. I walk outside my underwear, and this man was absolutely livid. He goes, yo, I love dogs, but I got an 8-year-old, and he's not allowed to step on my yard. I'm like, whoa, man, I understand. Like, let's take it easy. Did he do anything wrong? He said, no, I just don't like your dog. And I was like, okay, like, let's take a minute here. It was just a little strange. I was a little scared. He was coming into our house. Kobe, it's a turf war, full-on turf war with Kobe. Yeah, so,
0: you know, we have this altercation. We assure him that it's not going to happen again. But the main issue was we, at this point in time, didn't know how Kobe was getting out. Uh, We weren't aware of the holes in the screen. So we made this promise, but we really didn't know what the problem was to begin with, so we couldn't fix anything. (laughs) So not even two hours later, I am out in my pool, uh, floating on a raft, Uh, enjoying myself a nice beer. And uh, basically I look to my right and I see Kobe running around in said neighbor's yard once again. Well, I jumped out of the pool as soon as possible. I knew this guy meant business and something bad was going to happen. So essentially what goes on is I run over there and I'm like, hey, man, like, I'm so sorry. He's out there. The neighbor is out there instantly. You know, he's probably got binoculars through the window waiting on the dog. So I run over there. I'm like, hey, man, I I really apologize. Like, you know, I, I, I just figured out that there was a hole in the screen. I had no idea this was our issue. And he comes out flexing bro tank on, and he's like, He's like, I told you guys twice. He's like, this is strike three. He's like, I'm sick of this. He's like, this should be the last time you promised me it wouldn't happen. He's like, next time I'm not taking it up with you guys. I'm taking it up with the dog.
1: Poor Kobe, man. He's a hunter, a gatherer, a lover, a friend, a pet, a brother. And then he's, he's now threatened in his own home. I mean, what does this mean? He's going to take it
0: up with the dog. By the way, I just want to say, Kobe did take a nice dump on his yard, <laughs> I noticed as well, and I had to run over and clean it up. But is he going to shoot Kobe if this happens again? I would hope not. But you know what? We are scared. We are scared in our own home. It, it, it's nerve-wracking. And I feel like, look, like I give the neighborly wave when I see him in the driveway next to us. No wave back now. Nothing. I mean, he's clearly uh, shook about this. He's losing sleep at night over Kobe stepping foot in his mm. property.
1: I think his eight-year-old needs to square up and man up real quick. That's all I got to say.
0: Yeah, and it all goes back to Kobe's, he's harmless. You know, the nicest dog on earth. I mean, God, he's just happy that he's not uh, in a shelter anymore. Mm. And now we got to deal with this guy possibly killing Kobe. Mm. It's horrifying. So I just wanted to bring this to everyone's attention, all the listeners. Hopefully, uh, the neighbor is a listener. I mean, I'm just hoping that's the situation so he can hear all this and just hear how ridiculous it is. But... Uh, we didn't make an effort to fix the problem. Now, we didn't fix the screen, but we moved, like, lawn chairs and stuff in front of the holes. Mm. And it seems to be making an impact. Like, I haven't seen him get out. No, not yet. Yeah. So we're hoping that uh, all all remains calm and we fix the issue. But, like I said, there's nothing worse than a bad neighbor. And I even asked our neighbor on the other side of us, and they said the dude is downright scary mm. and has never been friendly. So he has a reputation and clearly... Uh, it's not a good one, so I just wanted to get this whole situation across. I appreciate Manis coming in for the Manis Minute, and uh, one day we're going to do a whole episode together. Absolutely, we need
1: you on here. Absolutely, thanks for being here. Thanks for letting me come. It was a great time. Let me share my opinion. It's great to be here, Ben.
0: Yes, sir, and best of luck with Kobe. Wow All right. Well, we're going to bring in the next guest. The next guest is a surprise. This is so sick. We have Trip Keller here in the building. Let's see if we can get him in here. Trip, is he here? We got it. He, he was. He was. He had to urinate, but we we got him in here. He comes. All right. There's a lot that we're going to talk about today. This is very exciting. Uh, Trip was on episode number two. For those of you that don't remember, we were in Longboat Key recording last time. It was a wonderful time. It was huge. It was exciting, uh, and the episode blew up. It actually has the uh, most downloads of any episode. Uh, Trip, welcome. Hey, how you doing? Um. What do you have to say for yourself? Uh, You made it down to Florida again from Bama. You're still up there. You're loving it. Uh, And you've been staying with me for the past week. I've been loving to have you.
2: Yeah, yeah, I've been couch surfing here uh, in Fort Myers. Got another year at Bama. Uh...
0: Still loving it. He's going to graduate, we hope, and uh, it's all very exciting. So uh, let's get right into it. we got a wide range of topics that everyone wants to hear about. They want to know our opinion on. Uh, starting off, uh, now we all know when you, when you walk into a public bathroom, right? Yeah. There's a big decision to make right away. Whether uh, you're going number one, dropping a deuce, whatever it is, uh, got to figure out which stall you're going to pick or which urinal. Uh, and I want to talk about the factors that weigh in, in terms of why you're choosing the stall that you are. Uh, me personally, I think that, you know, if you're doing a urinal, you don't want to be next to anyone, right? You want to find one, you want to have a space between you.
2: Yeah. Most
0: of the time. But I mean, if it's busy, I'm going first spot I see. Yeah. I mean, obviously if there's no other option, like I'm not going to sit there and like let an empty urinal just sit there. But, uh, you know if if it's empty, there's space like you never go next to another guy when there's like five open urinals, you know, yeah, no, no, definitely not. That is like rule number one, and anyone that does that as far as I'm concerned, is a creep uh but when it comes down to stalls and you gotta pinch a loaf out there uh it's something that weighs on my mind is the cleanliness of the stall like if you see skid marks i I'm not going in there,
2: oh yeah, for sure, no, hell no, I'm not going in there, but usually what I look for is. The last
0: stall, like the handicap stall, so I get the most space, you know? Yeah, the handicap stall is key, and that is, I'm glad you brought that up, because I've never been in a situation where I've been in the handicap stall and then come out and, like, there's an actual somebody that is handicapped waiting on it, thank God. Yeah. But could you imagine? I mean, that's horrifying. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, like, that would kind of make me feel a little bad, but, like... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I like the comfort, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> and you hope that they see your side of it. I mean, because it is, it's is—it's so much more comfortable, the space, the leg room, normally better sinks, uh, cleanliness yeah, you is higher. Yeah, your harder. own sink. That's the best part. Yeah, you, you get your own sink. Most stalls don't have their own sink, which, yeah, that's definitely a key factor. Um, so I just wanted to address this and i want the listeners to send in and like tell me what is uh w- what weighs into your, on your mind when you're trying to figure out which stall which urinal you know are you looking for a fresher urinal cake or are you looking are you checking for toilet paper i mean obviously i'm always checking you know if there's toilet paper because there's no worse situation than being in a public <laughs> bathroom and having to do the turtle walk over oh to the stall God, next man. to you <laughs> <laughs> i mean that but if is you just get bad. the
2: handicap stall you might be able to get the sink wash
0: Oh, yeah, it's like a bidet. That is nice. That is nice. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I've used that move many times, as I'm uh, sure you no. have. <laughs> um, all right, next on uh, my subject list here for this evening, episode number 12, I have... Uh, I've noticed, like, a recurring theme of, like, ever since I started day Well, not exactly since I started day-to-day. I don't want to take full credit, but, like, lately... An insane amount of people are making podcasts. And, Tripp, you brought this up to me the other day, and I was like, dude, like, I already have that written on the subject list. Like, it's bad.
2: Yeah, bro. Like, yeah, I mean, like, a lot of podcasts I see around are from people, like, around where we went to high school, you know?
0: And I don't know why they started it, but they did. <laughs> yeah, like, there was a time frame where, like, starting a podcast was cool. Like, I, I basically got in there at the end of that time frame. And, like, now... All these people are just looking like copycats. Like, I'm sorry. But unless you really have something to offer, uh, just don't do it. Uh, Keep your mouth shut. I'm sorry. I just – I got to address this because I've heard – and I listen to all our friends that come up with podcasts. I listen to them. They're awful.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, some people just don't have the voice for it or don't
0: have, like, a topic to talk about, which is obviously the worst thing you can do. Yeah, they just ramble on and on about, like, how their day was the day before. Like, nobody cares. Nobody So let's just, God, I just, I can't even get into it, but uh, uh, I want to move on. We were in Siesta Key the other night. Yeah. And we were hungry, as people naturally uh, get hungry. And we were on the hunt for dinner. Now, it was me, you, and your girlfriend. Right. Yep. So we're sitting there, and we're like, "Let's get delivery." You know, like we had a long day, we were drinking. Oh God, I'm having nightmares. Oh my God, I know. I don't want to even want to bring up, but I just gotta talk about it because it really infuriated me. So I obviously I we want pizza. You know, delivery (laughs) pizza is the go-to. Like pizza or Chinese for delivery too. Get pizza and wings. Yeah, like that's just a good move. So let me explain the whole situation. So I go on Yelp. As I always do when I want to find a place uh, and I'm unfamiliar with the area, and I find a place that really looked excellent. It was called uh, I don't I forget what the name of it, but it's not important. I don't want to shout them out anyway if they're not paying me. But the uh, but the main issue was I call this pizza place. Now keep in mind it's like six o'clock. Uh, what was it like Saturday night? What I don't even remember. But it was it was like Saturday night. Well, all right, whatever night it was. Uh, I call this place and they have me on hold. For like 30 minutes. You remember it this? It was longer than that. It was like 45. Yeah, I'm on hold forever, and I'm thinking to myself, why am I on hold this long with a pizza place? So after like I give in the 45 minutes, which I never should have, I call them again. Like I just hang up and call again. I get put on hold a second time, this time for like <laughs> 10 minutes. I mean, seriously, I'm so infuriated at this point. Uh, I should have taken my business elsewhere to start, but I chose to wait. I finally get a human being on the phone, <laughs> and he tells me, he's like, yeah. Delivery time is going to be about two hours. Oh, my I did Shoot me. Awful. It's awful. Why is... Why in any sense of the word is a delivery time ever two hours? You Keep forgot in, they hung up on you, too. When well, they oh, answered yeah. the first time, they hung up on you. Yeah, no, they treated me like a dog. And it's really horrifying to hear about, but it's even worse to actually live this. And, I mean, I'm not kidding you. It was so bad. So... I tell the guy, screw that. I'm not waiting two hours. I, you know, I'm starving right now. I expect a 30-minute delivery. So I give another call. I, I pull up this other place. You know, It looks decent, not as good as the first. But I pull him up. I give him a call. Right away, I get someone on the phone. They tell me it's going to be about 45 minutes for delivery. I said, all right, let's do it. Uh, so anyway, we get this pizza. Well, first of all, I order it. I said, give me the biggest pizza you got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we were all hungry. Normally, like, I'm expecting, like, an 18-inch pizza. Uh, you know, just something... Even, like, there. a 20-inch pizza. Yeah. So this ends up being a 24-inch pizza, which I had no idea. I was not expecting. Now, if you're not aware with uh, pizza measurements, this is a huge pizza. I couldn't fit it through the front door. <laughs> I had to turn it on its side, which is the worst, because the then box, the cheese slides. The box adds an extra yeah. five or six inches. Of course. The box adds a lot. So... We get the pizza. Uh, it was a pepper, half pepperoni, half cheese. Yeah. And then we get uh, fifteen wings. Fifteen, yeah. And then we get garlic knots. An order of garlic knots. God, it tasted like rubber. This meal, they tell me the total. Uh, to tell the people how much it was. Sixty five dollars. Sixty five dollars. Plus, you gotta pizza. add a tip. Yeah, so that's like $75, 80 depending on how generous you are. You know, exactly. And look, well, we're generous people, so it ended up being an eighty dollar meal for pizza. Uh, now, of course, Trip's girlfriend isn't paying. We're not. Well, you know, we're, we're gentlemen. Yeah, I always so, pay. You know so that. Trip and I split this meal forty and forty. I mean, it's so horrifying to even think about. It's like it's like stressing me out. Like I need to write some kind of review. It's the most overpriced pizza in the country. Ridiculous. But on top of the price, it's uh, the worst wings I've ever had. We said hot wings.
2: Those things had no sauce. They came out dry.
0: No, yeah, it was so bad. It, and then the garlic knots. I almost chipped a tooth. It, oh, it was like rubber. Oh my god, it beef was so, jerky, I don't know. It was like beef jerky, the same texture. Yeah, it was it was terrible. So anyway, we had a horrifying experience with the pizza and you know, I got to tell you, places are getting more and more expensive. A pizza should not be expensive, ever, ever, and especially garlic knots and wings. It's just things that shouldn't be expensive, but time and time again, you see how overpriced they are.
2: Yeah, and I like, they kind of scammed us because the pizza was just giant, it wasn't even good. Yeah,
0: I mean, I will say, I thought the pizza was decent, it wasn't great, but it could have been a lot worse, Uh so I mean, look, it, it was alright, Uh but moving on, I like to always throw out a question of the day. Uh, and the question of the day that I have for everyone all the listeners all the fans is what is the ideal thermostat setting the temperature that you like to keep your home at everyone has a different one but I'm gonna try to find like a median here Trip what are your thoughts Oh me
2: my roommates back home are back in Tuscaloosa hate it but like I'm a cool 68. 68. That is so nice. I know. I have to. I have to. I like it a little cold. I'd rather be cold than hot.
0: Of course. I like to sleep cold because... That's the whole reason you have blankets on your bed. Wrap up in a blanket if you're a little chilly. Uh, and girls are really, I noticed, the worst with ticking the thermostat up. Oh, my my
2: girlfriend, ugh, she's terrible. She's the worst. I catch her messing with my thermostat
0: all the time. Yeah, that's just, it, 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 first of all, I've talked about it on previous podcasts. If it's not your home, don't touch the thermostat. Uh, <laughs> but that's, that's beside the point um i think personally like 68 is a really good number uh it might be a little cool for a lot of people um i I try to keep it at 69 that's why i said a cool 68 yeah yeah you're (laughs) right no you're right um but with this new house it's very strange we keep it at like 72 and it's perfect so like it's weird i think it kind of varies by house it depends if you put your fans on too yeah, there's
2: a lot of fans. I always house.
0: sleep with a fan. Yeah, always. Uh, I can't do it without the fan. I'll wake up in a panic in the middle of the night. Uh, but <laughs> but um, anyway, send it in uh, right into the Instagram at D the number two D Ben Lewis B E N L E W I S not. L-O-U-I-S. Nobody spells it that way. Send that shit. God. But send it in. And then if you want, call into the hotline. It's 321-222-7609. Leave a little message. Give me an idea about what you want to hear about on the next show. Uh, Or just talk about the thermostat setting or how your girlfriend always ticks it up or maybe how your boyfriend does. Whatever it is, uh, just (laughs) send it in. We we like to hear from the fans. uh, And don't worry if we don't get back to you. I get millions a day, so uh, it's tough to keep up. Uh, Wedge Wednesday is still a huge thing. It's been blowing up as always. People love Wedge Wednesday. Uh, send in your wedges, keep it going. Um, we like big wedges and, uh, we, we don't want to see like garnishes. Like I always see garnishes, which is like, you know, like a, triangle pineapple sitting on the rim. Yeah, man. That's not
2: a wedge. You can't squeeze that. It's like, what
0: am I going to do with this? People don't get that, yeah. And a wedge is something that you squeeze to add flavor to your drink, not something you eat at the end. People just, for whatever reason, don't understand that, but get it through your thick skull. So, Wedge Wednesday, that's obviously every Wednesday. Send it into the Instagram. Again, that's D, the number two, D, Ben Lewis. Um, Moving on here, where do you leave your grocery cart after you load your car.
2: <laughs> I'm the worst, man. I'm one of those people that leave it in an empty space. <laughs> oh.
0: It, <laughs> it's so bad, but I've been there where, like, I'm just... We live in Florida and, like, Dude, it's we're hot. outside. I
2: gotta get that AC back Well, on. I guess you're in
0: Bama, but still hot. It's still hot. Still hot. And... You know, or it's freezing cold. There's no in between. Yeah, so you don't want to walk far. I almost feel like they should have little cart people standing in each row that just grab it instantly. That would be great customer service.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: But I tend to, you know, there's obviously always the the shopping cart like rack. Like there's a spot for the shopping carts. Oh, it's usually so far though. It's, it's never in a convenient place. It's always at the
2: like front man
0: and you wonder why there are more back. of them <laughs> yeah there should be more there's always like three in the whole parking lot and the part you know at walmart and it's a huge parking lot i mean god it's not a good situation but you know i just wanted to address that and again write it in. tell us where do you leave your card i mean i really am curious because i see people do all kinds of crazy stuff uh i've even seen people just like leave them behind other people's cars or like <laughs> lean them up against people's cars yeah I mean, what kind of psychopath does that
2: Unless it's someone you don't like, don't be that dick.
0: Exactly. Um, so I got into a major dilemma with my barber um, the other day. And I really need to get this across. I need input from the fans because I do not know what the hell to do for, like, the first time in my life. I have no idea what I do in this situation. Trip. You, I haven't even told you about this. Um, <laughs> so let me just break it all down. I've had a barber that I've gone to religiously for about the past two years here in Fort Myers. He's wonderful. Uh his name's Gary. Uh love him to death and he he's been uh he's been great. Like I said, I've had no issues with Gary and I really thought that I had the best of the best. So, a couple weeks ago I went to a wedding in New York and I had to get my hair cut on short notice. Um So I had to call in, and I had, like, this was, like, the day before I flew out. Uh, So I had to get my hair cut that day. So I always call the barbershop. I say, hey, is Gary in there? Uh, And they hit me with, he's always there, by the way. I've never seen him take a vacation day or whatever else. So they tell me, nah, Gary's not working for a few days. He's out out sick. I'm taken aback, a front and a side. I mean, I have no idea what to even do with myself. I mean, I'm so nervous to go to a different barber that it's, like, You know, he could screw me up. And then, like, I'm going to this wedding. I haven't seen family members. uh, You know, there's family members there I haven't seen in 10 years. Uh, i got to make a good impression. Yeah. And what goes on is I go into the barbershop, the same barbershop, and this new guy, Jacques, takes care of me. And he gives me the best haircut I've ever gotten in my life. (laughs) I mean, I'm not kidding. I was not expecting you to say that. I looked so good. I'm not kidding though. I mean, he trimmed up my beard. He did everything. He was giving me all this advice. You looked good. Oh my God, I know it's a miracle. So, I'm like, I mean, he does like, you know, at the end when they spin you around and you sh- see it in the mirror, I was like, holy shit. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, this guy's a beast. I can literally imagine and, you doing that. <clears throat> and excuse me. And he did it in like half the time. I mean, I was so impressed with this guy. I was like, oh my God. So, so now the dilemma is how do I go back to the barbershop? And tell my guy I've been going to for two <laughs> years that I want to go with Jacques from now on. I mean, how do I, how do I do that? It's just, it's a bad, it's an awkward situation, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's only really like one explanation I can give you. You just gotta go in there and say, "See you, Gary."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel terrible. And then say my dog Jacques. I mean, one of the options I guess is like, do I just go in there? and just be honest and be like Gary look like you've been incredible but Jacques just is better and like I need him like I'm sorry but he's got to take care of me because like I can't go back to a, a lesser haircut for the same price <laughs> it's just not it's not common sense maybe maybe give Gary one more chance and say hey if you cut it better than my than my guy Jacques over here I'm going to stay with you uh yeah give him like a challenge i mean yeah. i guess Maybe, you know, I'm thinking like, maybe I just call the barbershop and just be like, Hey, is Gary there? And if they tell me no, then I just speed over there real quick and go (laughs) with Jacques. Well, you said he's never been there. So what are the chances that happen? He's never not been there yet. Never not been there. I know that's the other problem. But I, I was actually talking to my dad about this and he told me, he said, everyone takes one day off a week. Like I've probably just never called on that day that he takes off. You remember what day it was? No, I don't know. No, like, I don't know what day. Uh, Like, because I've never called and him not been there. So, like, (laughs) there's got to be a day that I just haven't called yet where he's not there. I got to figure it out. But (laughs) I got to go with Jacques. I mean, God bless him. So, my final uh, piece here for the podcast uh, for episode 12, which this has been wonderful. By the way, I just want to mention. It's been a year,
2: yeah. This since day to
0: day started, this is basically the anniversary episode. Um, I put an episode out about every month, roughly. Uh, you know, it's been a year, so twelve episodes, twelve months. You do the math. But it's uh, it's been an incredible ride, and I got to tell you, millions of fans, uh, people from all over the world supporting me, and I really appreciate it. And I just want to say thank you to everyone because. It, could, it wouldn't be possible without the listeners. You know, As much as I like to think that it's all me, uh, it comes down to the fans and the viewers and the listeners and the people that subscribe and like and uh, favorite and write reviews and ratings. It all comes down to the fans. Uh, so God bless you all, and thanks for sticking with me this whole ride. Uh, now, I want to get into the final piece here. This is – I always have talked about roommate problems. Yeah. I'm going to talk about roommate success. I've recently moved in. As I said, I just recently moved. I got two new roommates, uh, both of which are wonderful. Nick Manis, one of them who you heard from in the beginning. And then the other, Jake Jesse. God bless this guy. He is incredible. He cooks every night. He cleans everything. Uh, he, he sometimes he'll just grab my dirty clothes out of my room and throw them in the washer. It's crazy. J- Trip, you've witnessed it over the past few days. Yeah, yes, so I've been here the past week, and,
2: dude, I want to move in. I'm talking about getting bunk beds, man, stepbrother
0: style. I know. Look, and I'm all in for that. Look, if you want (laughs) to do it, pack up your things from Tuscaloosa and get here. But more importantly, Jake is just unbelievable. And I'm not going to say, like, oh, I like him just because he does all this stuff. I mean, obviously, he's a great guy, great personality, great friend, of course. But it is a major perk when your roommate— is a neat freak or or like he just can't stand seeing one dish in the sink I mean seriously if I'm drinking a beer the second I take the last sip and put it down he comes and grabs the bottle it's in the trash so fast you never even knew you drank (laughs) a beer It's crazy. Hey, Annie keeps your power bill low, always turning off the lights. Oh, yeah, lights are a big pet peeve. Like, I, and, like, that's my big, one of my biggest issues, is I always leave lights on. I'm scared of the dark, so I'm always turning the lights on. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, yeah, no. So being scared of the dark, it's a legitimate issue, and, uh... He um he doesn't help that issue, but look, if anything, he helps you conquer your fear. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So I just wanted to address that and say thank you to Jake Smart Jesse. He's been wonderful. Along with Nick Manis and Max Bleacher we have, uh, I'm living with now, who you've heard on several episodes. The uh, man of many mysteries. Yeah, you know, I'm not too happy about living with him, but there's <laughs> always a weak link. But... Anyway, I just wanted to address that I think this has been an incredible episode. Episode number 12, we're getting there. One year anniversary. God bless everyone. Trip, thank you so much for coming back on the show. I really appreciate it. Hey, thank you for having me. Uh, excited to be back. Hopefully
2: we can do it again next year. And uh, follow Day to Day with Ben Lewis. Hell
0: yeah, that's the name of the game. All right, everyone. God bless and good night. God bless.